welcome to the first edition of the Women Achievers podcast series. I'm Ruchika Chha and today in our third episode, we have Ms. Akanksha Jain, Head of Public Relations and Communications at Bharat Pay. In her earlier stint, Ms. Jain has worked with Pine Labs as their global head PR and communications and head content marketing. With an overall experience of more than 15 years in marketing and brand and communications, Ms. Jen has built her communication repertoire in building and managing for almost a decade now. She has been associated with names like MobiQuick, VLCC, AskMe.com, HCL Technologies, Archetype and others in different capacities. Ms. Jen has also been a volunteer at covidindia.org, where she worked closely with the COVID India team on PR and amplifications. Welcome to our show, Ms. Jen. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. So uh, starting with uh, my first question to you is like, uh, uh, can you please tell us a bit about how has been your journey in the PR and communications domain? What were the challenges and opportunities came in your way? Uh, so it's been a very interesting journey. Uh, the first five years of my career, I spent on the agency side, worked with big names like uh, Perfect Relations and Archetype Media, and then uh, and built some transformational campaigns. So early on, I was lucky to be part of the team that launched the Nokia business phones in India at uh, then Text 100. And I built the market for business phones at a time when nobody thought that they could use the phone for almost everything under the sun. Uh, and starting from there, uh, I think I spent about five years on the agency side and then I moved on to the corporate side. The, the key reason for moving on the corporate side was primarily that, uh, you know, when you're on the agency side, you, you realize that there are a lot of other facets of brand building that you kind of miss out on or have limited view of because you're on the agency side. So your only point of contact becomes the comms person, the communications person of the, of the company. And you do not get a view of the other aspects of brand building that come by when, when a brand or a product is launched or built. So that's the key reason I moved on the corporate side. And the first couple of years I worked with an established brand, which uh, is HCL, was lucky to be uh, given an opportunity to lead communications globally for HCL Comnet, one of their uh, subsidiaries of HCL, now known as HCL Technologies Infrastructure Services Division. A great experience worked across 30 countries. Uh, but you know, as it said, if you worked with a brand or for a brand or for, a, or for something that you built from the scratch, you just kind of enjoy it so much more, the journey of building it that you would want to go back to it. And I think most of the entrepreneurs will understand where I'm coming from. And that's that's primarily the reason why I moved on to working with startups. And as you rightly said, it's been almost a decade that I have worked with startups across industries, B2B, B2C, did a lot of new launches, go to market, some brands did fantabulously well, some brands did not do that great, but you know, the journey of building it, journey of, uh, defining transformational campaigns. You know, when they're young brands, they also have to have their story right. And they also have to pivot right at the, in the right way from a messaging standpoint. So how do you work around transformational campaigns is also something that I could very successfully do at uh, startups. So that has been my journey. If you look at challenges, uh, 
a lot of them first of all pr is not important uh, is a view that a lot of people come with they kind of confuse it with marketing which i'm sure a lot of uh, my peers uh, would be facing uh, so the biggest challenge was that how do you kind of tell these founders or tell these uh, young brand uh, ceos or cxos that pr is one of the most powerful tools that they have uh, so that was I think that was the biggest challenge I faced. Whenever you join a young company, you have to tell them why PR is important, how brand reputation is important, how brand equity is important, and you have to slowly and steadily showcase impact in a way that they start understanding the relevance of PR. That was the first challenge. I think um, second and something which I really enjoy. Sometimes, sometimes it gets slightly uh, difficult, but yeah, most of the times I enjoy it. Is the is the management of chaos and crisis. Incidentally, for me, uh, crisis management experience came in very early. Uh, when I was at Nokia, I managed the battery recall crisis with some of the big names in the industry guiding me on uh, managing it. Uh, so, so that was a great learning experience. Then I worked with a company that actually shut shop. Uh, so, sadly, you have to manage the entire crisis from the company going down to managing the reputation of the leaders because there was nothing wrong that they had done on that uh, front uh and in any startup technically i think you know uh, there is a lot of chaos because there is a lot of movement a lot of it's kind of growing on an on an ongoing basis uh and uh, crisis is like part is part and parcel of our daily lives you know there could be some small little incident uh, which could just blow out of proportion uh, media is always watching you with you know they, they they do not do that for large startups but uh, large companies but i think for startups this is like it's essentially that you are always in the media scrutiny things can blow out of proportion so you have to ensure that you have a communication strategy in place for for crisis management at all times and be very aware and listening to what is happening so i think that's the second challenge which i have faced and successfully managed till now thirdly working with cxos when you're young um, comes to you uh, quite naturally i remember when i had joined hcl and uh, um, not to say anything about the culture but when i joined hcl i realized that you know most of the leadership there was some with 30 35 years of experience and here i was with some 5 6 years of experience and they would not take you seriously because they would think that you know you may not know your job well or you are just too young to be to be like believe to believe in the in your idea so it becomes very difficult uh, uh, at times to work with cxos it's a, it's a big challenge so to say for uh, communication professionals but over a period of time you kind of find your way around things uh, i think after these many years of experience working with cxos right from uh, 25 year olds in fact uh, one of my cxos here is 22 years old so 22 to about 60 years old the entire spectrum of multiple generations i think i have been able to uh, successfully uh, find my way around people but that's a big challenge that you face as a communications professional that's right that's absolutely true so um, coming to the next question so the, currently you're working with bharat pay so mm -hmm. how does bharat pay contribute to utilizing women's strengths and promote them into leadership roles so so like uh, like i mentioned earlier so with young brands the uh, and you know with young founders the beauty is that you know they will trust you with what uh, you bring to the table they value your experience and they let you uh, kind of lead the way and they are designed by by definition or by dna they are okay with experimentation 
so i remember a very interesting word which i have uh, which i had uh, phrase which i had learned and i kind of it's a mantra for me and you will hear me talking about it using it more often as we progress in the interview is that um, you know learn unlearn and relearn so they so they are open to to you kind of unlearning experimenting doing something else if you fail relearn and move on so that uh, i think uh, really helps as any for any professional across the world if he gets a leadership like that it, it it really helps them to kind of get the best out of uh, best of their abilities showcase the best of their abilities if you look at bharat pay uh, i think uh, a lot of opportunities when i joined this company uh, last year it was a young brand a uh, pr was also a fairly young function so uh, the beauty of the uh, of joining bharat pay and the biggest challenge and the reason why i picked this up was the the opportunity that that lie in front of me in terms of building the brand building the brand story and you know i have been uh, lucky that you know uh, the young and dynamic leadership here has been uh, always supportive and they they actually promote uh, women talent we have a lot of women professionals working out here uh, they support you uh they let you uh, lead the way they believe that you know it best so they will follow the liners uh, if you if you give them the right logic of what you're doing and why you're doing it and they they very appreciative so i think that also helps you to put in a better effort next time because they will always appreciate the small wins uh, that you kind of bring to the table may not be necessary but they will still kind of send make sure they send you a a message or maybe they'll just kind of send you an email saying great job which kind of again motivates you to put in extra effort and another great thing which i see here is that you know the leadership team uh, and in fact the entire team technically what i see most of the people are all aligned to a bigger purpose which works very well for a startup this is not something you see in most startups but here at bharat pay everybody is aligned to the same purpose because we're all aligned to the same purpose we work very closely as a team and hence everybody kind of delivers their best because it's not just about my job it's about the company at large so i think uh, that because of the trust and the transparency that the leadership brings to the table it helps women like us to rise up the ranks that's really good okay uh, so my uh, next question is how should a brand strategize their work and communicate to the external world just let me understand this question because i didn't really understand it so i was thinking how to put it like are you talking about a young brand how does it get its story out there is that the yes. question yes yes sir okay so see the first and foremost thing is that you need to, so obviously you have a you have a business idea that's why you started a company but you need you need to you need to create your story you need to have a compelling storyline a compelling narrative that you can use to kind of reach out to your target audience and position the brand in the external world something that appeals to the media that appeals to your stakeholders all of them combined so i think that is very important to get your impact story out there to get your narrative right get it out there if you are a brand who can align to a larger purpose works even well you know because nowadays with covid i i believe the customers have also moved from just a brand which sells a great product or a or a cheap product but they they want to be associated with brands who have a larger purpose in life you know they are there for a cause so i think it's important and it 
but the but the but the red mark there is that it should not be that because I need to have a purpose, I'll add a purpose. The purpose should very well connect to the brand in itself. You know, the brand ethos in the sense that suppose you're you're a brand in a say in an in a brand and education space. I mean, if you come up with a purpose around, I don't know, around uh, uh, animal wildlife conservation, may not connect, may not connect because you know if you are uh, if you are out there for a certain reason, you have to connect your larger purpose with that. That's that's very important. That's one thing. Second thing is uh, you should initially ideally have a limited set of uh, spokespeople. What that does is that it ensures the right messaging goes out. If you have many people, multiple spokespeople, it becomes difficult to get your story out there because everybody may not be talking the same language. So it's important to have a limited set of people who come and communicate the story for a certain period of time till, till the point in time that the story is like, there is a brand recall of sorts for the brand. Also, I think uh, move from a small city, from a single city PR campaign to multiple cities will also help uh, a brand uh, kind of expand its reach, expand its brand equity, build its reputation across a larger set of audience. Lastly, sounds very, uh, like a very uh, commonly used word, but thought leadership becomes important. But you know, you have to follow in this chronological order. You can't like just jump the gun and do a thought leadership campaign when you've not really communicated or got your story right. So it's important to build the thought leadership uh, for your spokespeople or your company in line with your story, in line with your brand purpose. And leverage the social media, absolutely, because you know, uh, social media is where the world is. So if you can put if you can position the brand or its CXOs as one of the voices in the industry, leveraging social media, leveraging the right platforms like speaker, uh, speaker forums, I think it works very well. That's right, because social media is, I guess, uh, known as the primary source for any uh, strategizing uh, work or any, uh, any PR-related campaign. So, so. Yeah, okay. yeah. So in fact, like last, uh, about, uh, like a few days back, I won't say last week because I don't know when this will go on air. So a few days back, we've done a campaign on uh, tech hiring and uh, we leveraged the social media channels of our CXOs and it worked really well, you know, because uh, social media is an extremely powerful tool and if used, uh, used well, it can really create buzz across millions uh, by at, at no cost, technically. So uh, you also uh, worked as a volunteer as we uh, read about your experience that you have also worked as a volunteer at covidindia.org. So uh, how uh, was your experience there? What, uh, how did you contribute to the covidindia.org? covidindia.org actually, uh, I'm just trying to think, like just give me a second and think how it came my way. Uh... Yeah, so so basically, I had taken some time off, and I wasn't working uh, during the COVID time last year, and I was uh, doing a course in digital marketing from Columbia Business School, and also kind of uh, doing some uh, freelance projects just to be in in the industry, uh, totally not off it. And that's when I came across some uh, some post on again on social media on uh, somebody uh, looking at expanding the team of COVID in uh, COVIDindia.org and. Uh, uh, they said, obviously, there is no monies to it. And if somebody wants to kind of contribute, 
and it was a content writing course so i said okay like you know uh, i enjoy writing so i said okay yeah, let me just kind of be a part of it and last year it was like a big it was something which impacted everybody's life so being a part of that cause was something which could which was which just came uh, very very organically to me like you know why not do this if i have time at hand because generally you know with us we don't have time to to pursue a lot of our personal interests so um so i wrote to them and then the founder uh, girish he uh, reached out to me and i spoke to him at length and he tried to convince me you know and i think i spoke to him for about a couple of hours and i was like oh, i mean he done some great work raised a lot of money in charity donated a lot of stuff and this is i think last year sometime in the middle of covid and i was really sold i said yeah yeah i mean whatever you want me to do you have my time he said can you so initially he said can you give like a couple of hours a day and you know why don't you just kind of help us with some pr i said yeah that's fine so we started with some pr campaigns and we moved to digital pr i did a lot of content uh, the entire content strategy for them we built a new website uh, while i was with them and a lot of amplification you know like via alliances via influencers is what we did to kind of create awareness for this uh, organization and also create awareness about the fact that you know how do you kind of stay safe in covid what are the what is it that you should follow and there was a lot of fear about covid so we did some testimonials of uh, you know people who've recovered from covid and we called them covid warriors like everybody was calling and you use those to kind of get people to know that uh, you know it's it's something that is not like uh you know because there was a lot of stigma around it so you want to do away with the stigma that people were like hiding that i have covid because you know somebody will people will like totally blacklist me in the community and all of that so we had to do away with the stigma and also make people feel that it's not something they, they need to be scared of it's just another disease and they need to kind of get over it so we did that so a lot of interesting work uh, great uh, experience and i think i i was associated with them till i joined bharat pay and in fact uh, i think that's when the peak actually died down and then so i think great experience in totality never felt that you know, they didn't pay me because you know it's just that that feeling of satisfaction when you then when you there and a way help fighting the battle is uh, great this is yes this is true because in a, you were actually helping people out there in this way you know by yeah. you know defying all the misinformation because in this period many misinformation were also circulated on social media regarding covid and the restrictions and the guidelines so in this way it was it was a really helpful work that one could do that's really yeah. that it's really nice okay so um uh, akanksha you have been uh, rewarded as the emerging leader in copcom award at the e forum pr and copcom's women achievers summit 2021 this year so how do you feel about that well obviously i feel really honored and humbled at the same time uh, it's a great honor uh, this is actually my third women achiever award this year so even more special uh i think you know these awards are a great validation uh, and a great encouragement for us uh, and all thanks to uh, the e4m team and dr batra for kind of conceptualizing this uh you know it's a great it's a great validation and a great recognition for people like us who kind of don't have like the greatest uh, simplest of lives as i would put it because you know communications is uh, always on the go and these these uh, little award these little appreciations make us kind of uh, just take a pause and think and just just rejoice that you know we've done some great work and prepare us for larger or bigger challenges ahead 
So I think it's it's I'm really thankful to the team and to Dr. Batra for this honor and uh, yeah, all the best to you guys for for the future uh, award series that you do. Okay, so um, Akanksha, can you please share um, uh, your top three skills that you think and you want women in PR and communications domain to focus on, to work on? See, uh, one thing which I always see, uh, not, I don't know if a lot of people say this, and but I have been, I believe, uh, I've been believing in this from the very few first years I have spent in this industry. I think the first I think the third or the fourth year uh, that I have that I was in the industry, I realized that this is one of the key things, and that is knowledge. Uh, so it is important to to kind of put it out there that PR is not about media management, while it's it's the key, but it's also important to have enhanced, I mean, to have in depth knowledge of of anything to do with your industry. So that means that you need to understand your industry, you need to understand your uh, competition, you know, you need to be aware of what, uh, what is happening around you. And that's when you can actually go, go out there and, uh, you know, get the right story out. That's the first thing. Also, uh, from, from the uh, standpoint of what is trending, you know, what are the key tools? PR over the years has really evolved. Like if you think of PR minus digital, uh, you, you're going to miss out on a lot of stuff. So, so, so it's important to be aware and in sync with the latest in the industry, uh, latest trends, latest tools, what are the things that are working, what are the strategies that are giving results so that you can do the best in your, in your role. That's number one. Number two uh, is, is a corporate presence. Um, I have seen this from very uh, early uh, years. Not the case in Bharatway, but in most of the places, I have seen that, you know, uh, there are very few women on the top. So the leadership team has hardly got any women. Uh, if there are, you know, mostly I've been stuck in a room full of men. So how do you build your corporate presence? And then I remember I told you about these leaders with 20, 30 years of experience. And then you enter the room and they're like, okay, what will she do? Like, she doesn't even have gray hair for all it takes. So, so, so building your corporate presence being, and how does it come? It comes with the fact that, you know, you, you are very much aware of what are your strengths. You are very much aware of what is happening in the market because you have to deal with the top guys. You have to deal with the CXO. So there is no scope of, okay, I'll check and get back. Okay. Okay. I don't know what the competition is doing. So you, I mean, one off, one or two off is okay, but you need to be, you need to be on top of all the information because they trust you with all that information. Uh, so that's important to have your presence out there, not get bogged down with uh, by a room full of men and be confident and assertive at the same time when you have to put your point across. Uh, the third thing is building your brand. Very, very important in today's world. It's important to invest that time to build your brand, uh, whether it means uh, building it via social media, you know, putting your... Uh, uh, using your social media channels to have uh, to put out the right content, whether it's whether it means adding on to your skill sets, you know, like maybe soft skills, maybe leadership session, something that helps you to to take the next uh, leap uh, in your career is very important. So I think these are the key three key things. One is knowledge. Second is your corporate presence. And third is your own building your own brand. That's absolutely right. So. Um... In conclusion, Akanksha, 
as you have had a great experience in this PR sector. So what is your personal mantra to stay active and work for the PR industry? Uh, so, uh, so I uh, would like to obviously work to kind of groom the young talent, mentor the young budding professionals to help them be a better version of themselves, help them be better leaders. That's, a, that's one of the things that I want to do. Uh, secondly, uh, I'm, I'm currently a part uh, a member of PRCAI. So being a part of such forums, uh, working, working closely with the PR and communications fraternity to kind of uh, create the best ecosystem out there is something I would like to do more actively uh, in the times to come. Uh, I also contribute uh, and write articles and blogs for a couple of columns. I think I would want to uh, continue with that. Sometimes I miss out because of time constraints. So I want to continue with that and also build them, uh, build that uh, in a better way. Uh, what I'm not doing and I want to do is, uh, you know, maybe uh, be more active in, uh, uh, you know, all these industry webinars, be more active when it comes to maybe go and do a guest session uh, for, the, for the learning folks. And also maybe... Uh, you know, be a jury at, you know, young awards so that you, you can also judge and uh, guide these younger folks better in terms of how they can uh, uh, do, do better jobs at what they're doing. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much, Ms. Jen, for your valuable time and also for sharing many insightful points from your work, from your work life. Thank you so much. You're for further updates on our podcast session, stay tuned to Exchange for Media's PR and Copcom section and follow us on social media. Thank you.